Welcome back to the Action Sit Rep. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. And we are here to talk about For All Mankind, Episode 7. Woohoo! Bring it down! Yeah, this was a much better episode. I thought so too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. mostly because it focused on the two things that I actually care about Yeah, <laughs> more, you know, uh, with a little bit of the stuff with the president that I don't really care about, but, um, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, can we start off by just saying, fuck Danny. I do believe I sent you that exact yeah. message. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Danny. Jesus Christ. Well, fuck Danny and fuck these moronic decisions being made by your leader that still allow him to have any responsibility for anything. Yeah. When he knows he's taking drugs, he's yeah. abusing drugs. I mean, come on. And he said that he could, didn't he confront him on that oh, where yeah. others he said, could hear that? Yes. And that's why I'm like the guy who's like, you're in charge of this, th- this very important pressure thing. I'm going to take the headset off and walk yeah. I was like, uh, well, why? He clearly looks like shit. Yeah. Through this whole thing, I'm like, why is this guy, Nick, involved in any of this? Because he's just kind of a... a I don't know. He it, everything about him is just like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm gonna do the dumbest thing I could possibly do in the middle of this high pressure situation. Literally, I'm just gonna go ahead and walk over here to to do this math instead of doing it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just was sort of like lazy writing, you know. Yeah, it, it was. Definitely everything to get Danny to that point felt like convenient. Yeah. Yeah. But it was what we thought. I mean, you know, Danny did something stupid that's going to get a bunch of people either hurt or killed, Mm -hmm. um, including, of course, Ed. Right. Who he's now trapped, isolated in this, you know. Severely injured. Yes. And who knows who made it out for the rest of them. Yeah. Or if any of, you know, did their base survive? Did they, you know, who knows? And, and it's hard to know what was on purpose too. He obviously the comms thing turning off was on purpose, Correct. but like he was so fucking out of it. Right. But it's like, that seems like he was just overwhelmed and turning it off. I don't think he actually lit it happen on purpose I think he just was you know whereas it seemed like he was going to do something on purpose to hurt Ed I think he just was fucked up I don't know I think I I think he shut the comms off because he was fucked up I think he let it continue because he was fucked up but then there was a moment where it was going past the danger zone where it was yeah. like clearly shit's hitting the fan and he still chose to do nothing. He was aware that that was happening. He did and look over to the, yeah. Alarm so, thing. And yeah. yeah. So when he, his last chance to possibly do anything to prevent it, he chose not to. Yeah. And then kept his mouth shut, even though he knew something probably had happened and just, <sighs> you know, just waited for maybe Nick to figure it out or not, you know? But then when comms came back online, 
he realized, oh shit, it did hit the fan and I'm to blame. I let it happen and they aren't all dead. (laughs) So yeah. And Nick knows that it was intentional. And Nick knows. Yeah. So did Nick survive? Yeah. That's going to be the, to tell them he turned the comms off on purpose. Right. Although you would think that that would, there would be a recording of that somewhere that it would be clear that power was cut to the comms. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's the mid nineties. They have, they would have been keeping track of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you would think in five minutes, they're going to know earth side that this happened. Yeah. But perhaps I'm being a little too logical about this. Yeah. You know, Gordo and Tracy's boys. I mean, yeah, his brother, the like the statue, and then being like, can you believe they bid this thing for something that didn't even happen? And I'm like, oh, you are so in deep. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And every time you think he's maybe not quite really believing it. And I don't think he actually really believes it. I think he's just so desperate to fit in with someone or something that he's going along for the ride. I don't think he believes it's a phone that that never happened, but I think it's more important to him to fit in with this group of people yeah, and feel like he has some direction or purpose, even though it's completely fucked up, you know, and he actually believes this, that this woman might care about him. Yeah. I just was like, you stole the badge for this this is what you stole it for like you, right. you didn't even steal it to like go try to get proof of something right you stole it to steal fucking statue you guys are idiots like on top of being idiots for what you believe you're idiots for what you're choosing like the symbolism that you're choosing to do and i don't know both boys what a mess and now we've got Alita, she figured it out oh, in the end. Yeah. And, and dawning. And in such a sad way. Mm. You know, I mean, you knew as soon as she walked in that this was, you know, she was yeah. searching for the truth, that she was pretty sure it was Margot, but she was going to give her that chance, you know, by saying it was the other yeah. woman. And the look on her face when she realized, oh God, it really is her. Yeah. That was just heartbreaking. Yeah. She's trying to hold back the tears, you know, and Margot thinking it's all that she's just upset that Margot's yelling at her or whatever. Oh God, that was heartbreaking. It was, it was so, yeah, it was really devastating. And it's been her hero for so yeah, long. Exactly was the one person who gave her a shot at getting out of poverty and, and for that to happen. And in the same time that, you know, she sort of makes this little innocent, come on over for dinner attempt with her husband. So in the same day, he shuts her down and her professional life, her mentor is a traitor in her eyes, you know? not a good day not a good day for her no and then they come in the next day to find out the statue's been stolen <laughs> right it's gonna be a one two three punch right it's a real combination 
which leads one to think there's fairly serious security issues there at NASA that they could get a statue of I know, right? Like in the badge, one thing, how they get, but how do they spend all of that time exactly moving the statue? That's that's like a long uh, in a, time. In a facility that's 24-7, 365. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's a large project. Yeah. That's a pretty big suspension of disbelief over something that's pretty ridiculous. Like, you know, like, couldn't you have come yeah. up with something a little better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I get it that maybe the maybe the point is that he has this chance to see that these people are just ridiculous and he should walk away, but it doesn't feel like that's where he's going. No, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely shows us that these people are ridiculous and he right. should walk away Yeah, it, and that they're not doing anything useful with what he is risking everything to get them. Right. Um, but it is flimsy at best. And that's the thing is now, like, I enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed the stuff on Mars. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the stuff with Alita and Margo, uh, but it still is not up to last season at all. No. Like it just does not live up to it's, it's like, this is better than last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah it man like this is one of those shows that the first two seasons i'm like fucking recommend to everybody this season Mm -hmm. i might be it's like one of those where i'd be like you can stop watching after the first two seasons (laughs) you'd be okay yeah i probably wouldn't go that far i still have hope that there's somehow that what's going on on mars is somehow gonna really get us back to the episode yeah like get us back to that to that level but it's sort of like what we thought after the first episode is coming true that they they just hit 10 in the first episode and now everything's just sort of floundering behind that now well and it kind of makes me go what the fuck was the point of the first episode Mm mm-hmm because except to kill uh, the husband the, and Karen's, get rid yeah, of the, like, the characters that it wouldn't have mattered whether they were still there or not yeah you could have just written them off yeah I mean it's been a long time and they're yeah. not there anymore I mean Ed's wife was new yeah just don't have she didn't have to exist in the first place correct like it just the whole thing other than maybe showing like Danny can be a hero right and look at his brother's kind of a fucking mess like I I don't know like I just we didn't need something of that magnitude for Danny to get onto the space shuttle or to onto the space hotel or just get to Mars period it's just uh... I guess maybe to show us the space hotel I don't know it just was really strange to me now looking back it it just Mm -hmm. seems very disconnected to the rest of the season and that's really a strange choice to make to have that 
big opener that doesn't make sense unless there is some going to be some crazy it's going to come back around somehow yeah. but i don't really see my sense of it is it has absolutely nothing to do with the story but all to do with the fact that by the end of season two, more people were watching it. The show was getting more press and they, and, and was continually being put on. You have to watch this, the best show nobody's watching lists. And so this was their attempt to capitalize on that and make the first episode. Big space show. Exactly. So I don't think it had really anything to do with the show itself and the stories themselves, but marketing. Yeah, I could see that as mm-hmm. like the let's grab them by having this big first episode because it just seems very weird. And then we got the whole Ellen. And I don't, I just, it's stupid. I don't like this story and I don't like the thing with her husband and then her and then going to find Pam. And I'm just like, because it's really, you know, the president doesn't show up for a fundraiser and flies off without any prior planning to a different state in order to meet up with an unknown person. And nobody's going to, nobody's going to question that. Mm. I mean, the president just doesn't do that without anyone knowing and anyone questioning. So, I mean, governors have been known to do that, but the president really doesn't do it because she has a detail. Well, yeah, well, considering how many journalists travel with the president all the time anyways. Well, no, they made a point of, of, of getting rid of them because she said, we'll take the 707, no brass. So she didn't True. say she did. we're going to yeah. take, you know, specifically yeah. Air Force One, even though any, any plane that the president is on becomes is Air, Air Force One. But they did at least in a line yeah, take care of the that. press yeah. being there. But still, she's got how many how many Secret Service people with her? You know, yeah. at least one, two, three, at least five. I think we saw. Yeah. So five people it, are going to be going. What the heck? And the pilots and the you know. So. It just was a weird, and I'm like, and how long has it been? Yeah. You know, and you're just going to show 10 up years, at, yeah. at her house, and just be like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Want to chat? No, that's not how it works. That's just not how shit works in real life. Right. This is so, hey, my my husband got caught cheating and and now I'm in trouble. And oh, by the way, I found out that maybe you were part of this whole deal of um, you broke up with me on purpose. So I wanted to come see you. What the fuck? Yeah, I did think it was interesting that you know, Larry really laid it out for her, how the sacrifices that everyone in her life has made for her. Yeah. And she fixated on what he did to her. Yeah. Oh, she's the victim. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Oh yeah. (laughs) She is the victim and she, and, and Pam. Right. That's it. And that's the only thing. And it's like, there's so many other people impacted here. It's such a narcissistic to way to yeah. view this situation. That was my, I was like, yeah. wow. Well, or this and she is only, so she's selfish. like, what sacrifice did Pam make? And it's like, Pam made that choice. 
I get that it was a sacrifice, but she made that choice. Obviously, like you were not more important to her than I, I don't know, like well, because Larry convinced her that Ellen's priorities, the Ellen's priority would never be her. And this was the sacrifice she should make. Right. No, and I get that. But I'm but I'm just saying. Like if I was like thoroughly in love with someone, I would be like, you know what? I'm going to talk to that person right? because I respect and trust that person more than you. Mm -hmm. Um, If that person did not respect me and trust me enough to come to talk to me about that and just made that decision on their own, I'd be like, kind of fuck you. (laughs) Like, that's a pretty shitty decision to make. Like you don't get to make that choice for me. Such a classic romance (laughs) trope right I just thought you know everyone has sacrificed for you and this is your reaction like take a deep breath and think about it it's been too long it's been everything has been about you he's let it go and sad and it's kind of I don't know like I don't, it's not that I condone cheating. (laughs) I don't, but at the same time, you're like two people who don't actually really love each other. (laughs) And well, and that was their agreement in the beginning, way in the beginning. What's, you know, they were going to have this marriage for appearances sake, but they would each have their own separate personal lives. And she was the one who kind of chose to end that aspect of things by realizing her career was more important to her than that. But she never told Larry he couldn't continue having his personal life. I mean, granted, it was pretty risky to continue that at that level, you know, when you're in the Oval Office, but it's just this whole storyline is I understand the importance of doing something like this and what could come out of it and pointing out the hypocrisy and the idiocy of seeing people in this way or you know, the, the side characters, I think in this have been valuable in seeing how ridiculous viewing people as the other, because they aren't straight is, but just the storyline itself is kind of tedious. It's so tedious. And it just, again, has nothing to fucking to do with the space. (laughs) (laughs) And to make it like, you know, where he's like, we're talking about NASA budget. What does this have to do with the space program? I was like, exactly. Mm-hmm. What does it have to do with the space program? This is, it doesn't have, like, it's not what the show is about. And I get it. Like, yes, maybe storylines about this are important, but that's not what this show is about. Right. And it feels fumbly the way they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And fumbly is, feels worse than not doing it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It just. (sighs) And the whole thing with the guy and the don't ask, don't tell totally dropped it. Mm -hmm. This. So like, again, jam that in there. Is it ever going to come up again? I don't know. Are we ever going to see him again? Nothing this week. You know, we didn't even see him this week. Well, when they were eating their slop, we did. Oh yeah. Okay. So, and so I'm thinking perhaps because they are all okay. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're removed from 
what happened on the planet. Right. So at some point, I think it's going to come down to Tyler and the defected Russian are going to have to work together yeah. in order to help solve the problem of what's going on on the planet. And will that really happen? That, yeah. Are we going to have a little kumbaya moment there? <sighs> While Danny's going through withdrawal I'm so <laughs> and Ed's <dis> dying. <laughs> God. I just so disappointed in this season it makes me just want to go back and watch next season and be like this is we're just going to review season two <laughs> i don't know yeah I, I, there's like moments of hope and moments of brilliance but it's not being connected with the entire thread of brilliance that it has in the past yeah it's gone you know when it when it's soap opera it's just way too much soap opera and everyone's just yelling at each other and mad at each other. And yeah, I just think about there was so much personal drama in the first season. It never felt like this. And then the second season was the tensest TV I've ever watched in my life. Mm -hmm. And it never felt. And this is just me. Yeah, I'm I sad. Know. And once again, it's the American who fucks up and causes the shitstorm. <laughs> once again a lack of discipline <laughs> yeah although i mean to be fair it was the russians who caused the last shit storm in this season so in the... this season yeah yeah okay this all right season. i was gonna say not in the last season no it was the americans season. yeah yeah definitely you're right i forgot about that i forgot about that small incident up that space. small little <laughs> spacecraft rolling into the other one and yeah <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Danny. We'll see what happens. Oh, man, it's going to be wild to see who could live through that. Was, you know, was it just the Russian commander who got caught up in the landslide? Yeah. Did the others make it back? Did the, you know, did the ships themselves even survive? Yeah. Crazy. It's I guess we'll find out next week mm -hmm. or Friday. And I don't think the, you know, the one vehicle that they had that could go up and down <laughs> survived. It looked like it was the, yeah, it was the closest thing to the landslide, I think. Right. So I don't, I think they're going to have to be rescued by the Americans. Who can't get down, can they? Because there's. Oh. oh boy, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I hope they have another. I hope they have another ship. little upy downy thing. Upy downy thing. Upy downy thing. <laughs> That's a really technical term for it, upy downy thing. That's right. Um, yeah. Mm. But I'm glad that little mechanical dog did not survive. Yeah, that was really annoying. I was like, of all the things to bring into space, why the fuck would you waste your like weight on that? Right. And. I'm pretty sure Danny wasn't the only one who found it annoying. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have stepped on it and smashed it. Like that was super rude, but like. would have just what? turned it off maybe. I would have been like, yeah, reach down, turn it off and been like, I'm going to take the batteries away from you. If you don't shut this motherfucking thing up and stop talking to it. Like it's an actual dog. At least around me. Oh my God. 
because I only have so many of these oxy pills left and I'm not wasting them on this dog. <laughs> yeah, that was, no, that would have absolutely driven me insane too. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't understand that. I, that was super weird to me. Yeah. But Danny did certainly come out of his oxy induced haze pretty quickly when he needed to get his ass out there to help save. I'm like, excuse me, he just took uh, eight boost. and yeah, some speed and he can't function sitting there. But now all of a sudden he's going to have his shit together enough to get out there within seconds. Eh, I don't know. It's, it's adrenaline, you know? It's yeah. Adrenaline. Okay. So we're going to go with that. He's pumping running on. I fucked up juice. <laughs> yeah. Is that pumping through that body? You know, he's going to crash real soon. <laughs> oh yeah. And Ed's, you know. Ed's just going to bleed out while he does it. I hope not. I hope they have more duct tape in that, in that thing. What a mess. This is, yeah. So before you ask me, I have not watched Moonhaven yet. Okay. <laughs> I have been unpacking all week. So I've watched this and an episode and a half of How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix. Yeah. It's the only thing I've watched okay. this, week, this entire well, week. Well, you asked me to watch that. So I have watched, I think, well, I have watched two episodes of it while a third episode is going <laughs> okay. on in the background, but they're all sort of the same thing over and over again, at yeah. least through these first three episodes. So yeah, I realized I had talked to, so we can talk about it now. I talked to you about doing like an actual separate review of it, but then I watched the first episode and I was like, no, we can't really, this isn't, I, I can't, I don't know how we would do like an actual separate review of this. This is so outside of our yeah thing, it, but it is, I will say for anybody listening, despite the name, it's really a cute show. Like it's very like sort of wholesome and sweet in a way. <laughs> um, I love it. It's really cute. I think it's really, it's, it's fun. How to build a sex room. I thought it was fun. All I, I could like think is the one couple that had like the hidden dungeon. That oh, like the, the hidden dungeon. Yeah. yeah. All I could think is one of these days that four-year-old or however old he is, up, their kid sleeping upstairs is going to find that room. And you better hope he doesn't find it when you're in there. <laughs> because... <laughs> That's going to freak that kid out to no end. You and know, I, I, sorry, go ahead. No. And then the third couple that wanted to build the classy dungeon. Or <laughs> yeah. Who then specifically said, I, we don't want any cheap red leather shit going on. And I'm thinking like the last couple we just saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it, it's funny to me though. I was surprised by, or have been in, like I said, I haven't finished. I'm hoping we get some less vanilla couples on there. Yeah. They're very, and they're so the first, good. yeah. The first two I'm couples like, were like, I'm like, you guys don't do anything. 
like the, the one couple that was like, we do, we use like four different positions. We're kind of spicy. And I was like, that's not spicy. <laughs> that's what the fuck. We might be kinky. No, that's, mm, mm, mm. that's, that is not how you use that word. I don't even remember which one. Was that the first couple? It was the... like the couple with the kid. Um, the and second like, couple. Who the husband was a sheriff? Sheriff, or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's yeah, that's not that's not kinky." Sorry, mm-hmm. buddy. Well, um, the first couple was like the woman clearly was was really a little tired of what this guy thought was really yeah. adventurous. Yeah, and the look on his face through most of it, as he was basically trying to pretend he was pretty cool with all this, was like. Oh, oh yeah. That's great. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I I do hope we get a little spicier because I was just like, she keeps, she's like, what do you think about this toy? (laughs) And I'm like, these are like pretty, these are pretty beginner uh, entry level. And they, they all look like, oh, I'm like, this is not exactly what I was picturing for how to yeah. build a sex room. But I mean, everybody eats to their own. I don't want to like kink shame, you yeah. know, you're vanilla, you're vanilla. That's fun. That's, you know, cool. But it's just not what I was expecting for this show. Well, all I kept thinking was, okay, now this show is out there. How are they looking? I mean, their neighbors are probably like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, they have to be like, okay with their neighbors knowing yeah the second couple was more i was thinking how are they gonna explain this when he goes to arrest somebody and they're like i I recognize you from somewhere aren't you the guy that (laughs) just does whatever his wife says yeah you're the one yeah (laughs) and you had to have that special chair built so that Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, it's a fun show. You guys should check it out. I see a lot of like people talking about it online. So, so have uh, anything new that you watched this past week? I watched Terminal List. Well, oh, not yeah. all of it, think? but I, I really liked the first episode and I was excited <laughs> to have more of that sort of action mm-hmm. after the first episode. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it got a bit. Of, here's that word again. It got a bit tedious there for. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I watched at least four episodes, but I stopped really paying attention to it because it started to get very just kind of boring. Like I just stopped caring about him. Yeah. And it. Did you ever watch um, Patriot? Did you ever watch that series on Amazon, I believe? Um, Starring the guy who played Gordo, by the way. Okay. An amazing show. Um, But in it, throughout the whole thing, he's kind of losing his shit throughout it. You know, you're never really sure what's real and what is going on in his head. Yeah. And that's sort of a line that's happening. Well, not sort of, it is a line that's happening in this show. So in a lot of ways, it reminded me of that. Not done as well. So I I don't know. I think I'm going to go back and rewatch 
I think it was the fourth episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last one that I was watching because I think I lot I think I missed a lot of detail in that. Gotcha. Because it kind of like does all of a sudden does these sort of info dumps in the middle of it. Yes. Like boring, 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 boring. Oh shit, I think that was really important. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back and watch that again. But man, I mean, the first episode was super exciting. And I'm yes. thinking we're going to get that again. It's just, we seem to have this like block of a few episodes in the middle that are a little. I, I think I have two episodes left to watch and I've had those two episodes left to watch for like a week and a half. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, okay. that's never a good sign. Yeah. I should probably finish it, but it's one of those where it, it's not been critical to finish. Yeah. Mm. It's doing a lot of things that annoy me about, about stories like this, where, you know, he's got, everyone's sort of after him and because he was supposed to die, but he lived and now everyone's after him. And so I'm going to get this hotel room and sit in front of the window or I'm going to sit at home in front of the open windows. Yes. Like, you know, if you're hiding out from bad guys, you don't sit in front of an open window getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's not it like everybody hyped it up so much. And I was like, Meh. yeah, it's not strike back. As you said. Before. Oh, good Lord. No, certainly <sighs> is not. No, but damn, that first episode was really good. Yeah. Maybe it'll yeah. be if I watch it again. You have to let me know what you think of it. I'll finish it it and we'll talk about the actual whole thing. Let's see. I like his performance. It's not bad. No, it's pretty good. He looks very, something about his looks have changed. And maybe that was just done for the show. I don't know, but he seems, I don't know. He just doesn't, did he have some plastic surgery or something? Something about (laughs) his face is just different. I don't know. He looks angrier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I guess that's all we got. (laughs) Let's, uh, well, hope that episode eight of For All Mankind is better. I hope all the Russians didn't die. I hope that, like, everyone who didn't make it into that pod is is, dead. Yeah. It's not dead. dead. Yeah. If Ed and Danny are the only ones who lived, I'm not going to be happy with that. No, that would suck. It would suck. But it's hard to imagine living through that because your suit's going to get shredded. Shredded. Yeah. I mean, they could have made it to the other pod, maybe. I guess we'll see. Mm -hmm. And we'll catch you next time. See ya.